Hello, and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who had never seen Survivor before started from the very beginning. I'm Patrick. And I'm Chris, and this week we're going to talk about the ending of season 14. But before that, we've got to talk about the beginning of season 44, Drop the Four, Drop Keep the Four. The four. We have one more lightning round of information about our contestants before next week when our episode will be about season 44, Drop the Four, Keep the Four. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm I'm so ready. Okay, so... Full disclosure, I have started to look up some other info on the cast just because I... Oh, I was going to share some other info today too. Oh, not... I wasn't going to share it. I just was saying that like I have started to also do some other research to try to figure out who we're going to draft for this mm-hmm. season. And so uh, I'm not going into this lightning round as cold as I have in the past. Mm. Well, except you'll, the prompt, you won't necessarily know who said it. Right. That's correct. And I didn't read these interviews on purpose. So, but yeah. Yeah. So I did find out that where I've pulled these like answers from that there's also like lengthier interviews which I did not go through and read all of those, but they had a couple fun prompts or questions in the lengthier interview. So I'm going to share some of that information as well. Um, all right. So you're going to be guess, giving a yes or no based off of their answer to why will you be the sole survivor? This first person says, I'll do whatever it takes to win. I've got the strategic knowledge and social skills to get me where I need to go. I'm also easy to underestimate. These people won't see me coming until my knife is in their back. Yes, I like that. That was Claire Rafson. You said yes to her three out of four times. Um, a couple other fun things or interesting things. The Her answer to what's one life experience you feel prepared you for the game. She said, growing up as a queer black Jewish woman, I've always been the odd one out. I feel like I've been playing a social strategic game of Survivor my whole life to fit in, succeed, and reach my goals. I liked that answer. Yeah. Um, and the lengthier interview asked... The final question of it was, what celebrity or fictional character would you want to come out for a loved one's visit? Which I thought was a fun question. Ooh. Um, and she said Beyonce or Michelle Obama. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you were going to say what celebrity would like play you in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I saw a picture of Claire Rafson, but I might. I was probably like a very brief picture. For some reason, I immediately thought of um, Carrie Washington. Oh, okay um all right next this person says why they will be the sole survivor i've got the one-two punch of a goofy grin and a strategic brain with an ultra competitive hot streak i'll be the last one standing i feel like this guy or or woman i don't know um i said guy because i immediately thought of cody from season 43 Mm. who did make it pretty far but it's not his answer well no i know i'm just like i was like that I I was a no, and then I was like, but Cody, it's, it does seem like something Cody would say. Uh, I'm I'm still gonna say no. I don't want to say yes too much. All right, you said no to this person three out of four times. That's Matt Blankenship. Um, another interesting answer from him. He says the life experience that helped prepare him was failing at stuff. He said failing to get a job, into college, into Survivor the first time, and all those cases, I had to pick myself up and try again. And I think the best survivors are defined by how they respond to setbacks. So that was a good answer. Yeah, um, unless that setback is getting voted out first, Matt. That's true. 
but then maybe he comes back and wins a different season, I guess. Um, so the, a lot of these people, I'm going to give two different two answers to questions. So there was the what celebrity or fictional character you would want to come out for a loved one's visit. He said Albus Dumbledore. He said, I feel like he's a guy who always knows what to say at just the right moment and whatever I need at that moment, he would give me. Um, and then the mm-hmm. interviewer also asked, can you come up with your own weird phrase that would be said at a challenge to unlock an idol? And so they just had to make up weird phrases. His was the oyster has landed on the moon and the chickens are out. It's a little too weird, I think. Um, all right, next person. Why will they be the sole survivor? Because my authentic connections will win me the game. No. That you was need Car- real authentic connections. That was Carolyn Weiger. You said yes twice and no twice. Um, her weird phrase is pumpkins are peaches and jelly beans are squishy. Mm, I kind of like that. And what celebrity or fictional character? That feels easy to work in on the mat when you're talking to Jeff. Pumpkins are It's like, how's it going? It's like, I don't know. I'm so discombobulated out here, Jeff. Pumpkins are peaches and jelly beans are squishy. Yeah. Except I feel like the way that you just worked that in is how we saw people work it in already. And these people have seen that done. And so I feel like they'd be wise to it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, For celebrity or fictional character, she said none. I don't follow a lot of celebrities other than Jeff Probst. Oh. That would be fun to just submit Jeff Probst to come out. And he's like, he like, it's like, hold on a minute. And he goes, walks behind the bushes and then walks out. And he's like, hey, Carolyn. Um, it would also be like, so Jeff, let me talk some strategy with you. You got to be <laughs> honest. You're my loved one here. Um, all right. Next. Um, why will you be the sole survivor? I will be the sole survivor because the stars have aligned for me. It's my time. And because of my social game. No. That was Yam Yam. Orocho, you said yes twice and no twice to him. I just, it's everybody's time. They all got picked. Like, why is it your time and not someone else's time? Because this, did you hear him say, talk about the stars aligning for him? Yeah, but like all 18 of them could feel that exact same way. Like, what is it about you? Yeah, they might feel it, but I don't think the stars aligned for them. They did for Yam Yam, though. Okay. Man, uh, I, I, I do like Yam Yam, or I, I think it is Jam Jam. Okay, I tried looking it up, and I couldn't really find stuff, but... Okay. Um, life experience that prepared him for this game. He said after Hurricane Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, they had no power in his house for or work for 90 days. And so I was like, damn, that's some Survivor stuff right there. Um, and with that, uh, the Puerto Rican connection, his celebrity, he said Oprah, and then he was like, J-Lo would be amazing because of the Puerto Rican connection. Um, a weird phrase... Uh, is the black of my beard is the summer to the winter in my head. I don't know what that means. He said it's supposed to, it's like referring to him having like gray hair on his head, but his beard is black. I don't know. Oh, he okay. said, he said it real, really in real life. And he was like, damn, that's weird. And then I don't know. Um. All right. Next. I believe that my personality, self-awareness, and adaptability will take me very far in this game. I'm also a go-getter, and no one wants this more than me. To me, That's a really this is not phrase to say for an idol. To me, this is not only a game. This is purpose. I've been preparing for this game for a while, and I'm not leaving without a prize. Oh boy. Um. Like I want to say yes, but I also am like seems like maybe a try-hard vote out first. I'll say yes. That was Lauren Harp. AKA oh, that's, Patrick me, Heron. Right? that's you. You said yes to her twice and no to her twice. Um, her weird phrase is kick ass, sea bass. I'm into that. And her celebrity or fictional character would be a fairy godmother or a genie in a bottle. 
Oh, those uh, aren't celebrities. Come on, Lauren. Celebrity or fictional character? Yeah, I, is okay. the question. Okay, okay. Uh, next. Uh, uh, wait. Uh, yeah, this person had is this answer of why they will be the sole survivor is not in their interview. So yes oh. or no? No. Okay, that was Danny Massa. You said no twice and yes twice. Um, his answer to what's one life experience you feel has prepared you for this game? He said, I believe you can't really be prepared for this experience, which might make me more prepared. Oh, yeah, I'm glad I said no. Like you, sure, there's going to be unexpected things, but like you can be kind of prepared. Um, He, his uh, weird phrase is sometimes if I don't want to stop, do I have to boogie oogie oogie? And his fictional character is Harry Potter. He would have Harry Potter come visit him. Is he on the tribe with... Was it Matt? I don't know. That'd be fun. Um, Next, I am in it to win it. I want to represent those people that may sound different, may look different. We do not have many role models out there, so I would love to win and be a role model for others. And of course, the money would be life-changing. Yeah, sure. That is Heidi Lagaris Greenblatt. You said yes to her three times. Oh, okay. Her, she didn't actually say a weird phrase. Um, She talked about how in her life, she has lots of Heidi-isms because um, English is not her first language. And so she, when she tries to translate some of the stuff she tries to say to English, it doesn't always make sense. So she says like gibberish stuff sometimes anyways. Um, celebrity or fictional character she would have bring out is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, okay. I like you, Heidi. Um, next. I will be the sole survivor because of my natural ability to push myself to succeed. No matter what challenge I am presented with, I never give up and always prepare to the best of my ability. I plan to use my emotional intelligence, logical mind, and kindness to bring home the million-dollar check and become the youngest survivor winner in the process. No. That was Carson I was on board until they said youngest survivor winner because young people tend to not do great. Like the youngest people on the cast tend to not do great. That was Carson Garrett. You said no to him three times. His weird phrase is lengthy. Uh, it is, for me, Jeff, I think that some of the smartest people in the world are really challenging the perceptions that we all might have are flat earthers because they know everything about the earth and they've studied it and they want to try to figure out more than just what we're told. I don't think he understood the question. Yeah. Um, his celebrity or fictional character is Sandra of Survivor. Oh, that's fun. Um, Next. I love living in the gray area where anything could happen at any moment. So I'll coast on chaos and have fun while doing it. Listener, I have quite the long pause here. Um, I'm going to say no. That is Maddie Pamilla or Pamilla. You said no to her every single time. Oh, man. Yeah. Fuck you, Maddie. Um, well, okay. Uh, Maddie <laughs> is one of five children all sisters she's the classic middle child so i feel some connections to maddie as the middle of five children as well um her weird phrase is i wasn't looking for an idol i was making out with a tree okay and, uh she Do you also she, feel some connection to her as a tree lover yeah she said she has been calling herself the madonna of survivor and so her fic- celebrity or fictional character would be madonna she she's not on the show yet and she's already calling herself the madonna of survivor uh-huh what are you the madonna of chris madonna i'm the madonna of madonna oh wow i don't know what it means to be the madonna of something 
Uh, yeah, I guess I was thinking of just like the icon, like the. Mm. Oh, then I would say I'm not the Madonna of anything. Um, all right, next we have. I will be the sole survivor because this is my time. I will be social and rely on my strategic wit. A lot of these answers are the same. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. It's that's, everybody's time. That's Bruce Perot. You said no twice and yes twice. He said his weird phrase, a rhinoceros is an animal that is very delicate to birds, runs around, and prances through the forest. And his mm-hmm. celebrity that he would want to come visit is Martin Luther King. Are, okay. I feel like people have gone with fictional characters or living celebrities. Is this our first dead person? Um. Yeah. I mean, Dumbledore, he's dead. Fictional character, though. Okay. Um... All right, next. Um, I will be the sole survivor because I know the game inside and out. I understand people and I'm very observant. Yeah. That's Sarah Wade. You said yes to her three times. Her phrase, the cookies are better before they go in the oven. Mm, that's a good phrase. And her celebrity that she would like to come visit is Tyson, apostle. Oh, okay. I feel even better about saying yes to you, Sarah. Um, Next. I have the heart, the drive, and the ability to see this to the end, and there will be tons of giggles and rainbows along the way. Sure. That's Matthew Grinstead Mayo. You said yes to him twice and no to him twice. His phrase is, these shenanigans are really getting in the way of me finding my way to my goal. And his celebrity he would bring is Paul Rudd. Ooh, that's fun. I am pretty sure one thing that I saw researching the cast is that um, in the... On the finale of season 43, when they like showed us clips from season 44, it showed it opened with like someone climbing this giant rock in the middle of the ocean and then falling and like cutting away. So we don't see what happens next. And I'm pretty sure that that was Matthew. Oh, okay. At least I saw someone. It was like, I'm pretty sure this is him. Um, Next, I'll be underestimated from the get go and can adapt my game to the dynamics at play at the time. I think I can pull the strings without anyone realizing it's me. By the time they do, it'll be too late. Yes. That is Helen Lee. Can you guess what modern day player she feels connected to? Shame. Who did a game exactly like what she just said? Or I guess maybe not pulling the strings without realizing. I feel like Shan, people realized she was pulling the strings. Um, she said she identifies with Erica. Oh, yeah, I can see that too. Um, her weird phrase, it's like when the tiger jumped in the pool and lost its stripes. And her celebrity she would phrase. her celebrity she would bring is Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think okay. some of these phrases are good, especially because it's a weird question to be asked and you just gotta come up with something random. Yeah, I I feel like it's a way to like think on your feet and answer something quick. Mm-hmm. That was Helen Lee. She has said yes three or you said yes to her three times out of four. Um next. I will be the sole survivor because adversity and survival have been in my life. I wasn't supposed to live past age five. I survived a kidney transplant. I beat cancer. I grew up a gay black man in Ohio. I also know how to communicate with many different people to establish trust and alliances to further my gameplay. Lastly, I am very athletic individual, which has only be only come from the hard work and dedication to being healthy due to my illness. This means I can take any negative situation and flip it into a positive endeavor. This is required to outlast all the trials and tribulations of the game. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm not saying yes yet. Um, I I was like taking in what you said. I know who this guy is. Uh, Josh, I think is his name. Um, I'm struggling thinking about him as a player because I feel like most of his answers revolve around this idea of 
him like having chronic illness growing up or he had he also is a cancer survivor and things like that which is just great and it doesn't mean that he can't play the sh- can't play the game obviously like i i just i'm i feel like he could go pretty far i also feel like he could be i feel like survivors sometimes use it not uses kind of uses uh people with like powerful backstories that then are gone episode two or three um i feel like you're supposed to be answering these based off of their soul survivor answer well to be fair his soul survivor answer it was i've been through a lot of hardship in my life like that is what i'm talking about uh i'm gonna say no all right that is josh wilder you've said no to him three out of four times and he says the eye of the tiger is very full uh-huh full full f-u-l-l well it's supposed to be a weird phrase it's not supposed to have a meaning uh and his celebrity that he would like to have come is usher okay i like usher yeah um i know i will be the sole survivor because i have built i will have built solid relationships with all of my new best friends relationship building is everything no that is jamie lynn ruiz who you said no to all four times. Hmm. Her phrase that she came up with is the pot of gold is at the end of the rainbow, which That's is not really that a weird phrase. On, Lynn. And her celebrity she would have come is Johnny Depp. Ooh, come on, Jamie Lynn. Uh, she says he's used to the island life and I think it would be fun. Um, yeah. Uh, next we have because I'm quick on my feet. That's all. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. That is Kane Fritzler. You said yes to him all four times. Oh, man. Fuck yeah, Kane. Kane Fritzler with a evil like German villain name from a Die Hard movie, it sounds like. Uh, his weird phrase is, the clams are running the show. And then okay. his celebrity, he says, I don't know a lot of celebrities, but I do know a lot of fictional characters. Um, he mentions Luke Skywalker is who he would like to have come. Okay. I don't know what it means that you don't know a lot of celebrities. Like... Oh, and he wants like, this specifically, the rest of his answer, he wants it to be Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. So, like, kind of the combo. Like, Luke Skywalker is played by Mark Hamill, but, like, he mentions, he's like, I'm sure Mark Hamill is a good hugger as well. I, okay. So, like, Mark Hamill dressed as Luke Skywalker? Like, I would much rather have Luke, like, I love Mark Hamill. I would much rather have Luke Skywalker, who, like, basically has magic powers. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd prefer Mark Hamill. I feel like Luke Skywalker is probably less fun. I think Mark Hamill is very fun. And Mm, I think Mark Hamill's wise. Sure. But is Mark Uh, Hamill going to like use his force powers to rig the next challenge for you? No. Oh, I would hope Luke Skywalker wouldn't do that. That doesn't seem very much on the light side. I I think that the boundaries between light and dark (laughs) are thinner than we like to think. Uh, next, I will be the sole survivor because I have two superpowers in this game enthusiasm and adaptability. I'm always learning and shifting based on my surroundings, and I'll weather my storm with a smile. I'll weather any storm with a smile. I feel extra judgmental today. I'm like rolling my eyes at all of these answers. Uh, but I'm still going to say yes, though. That is Franny Marin. You said yes twice and no twice. Her phrase is this makes me gobble like a turkey. And her celebrity is uh, the author Michael Pollan. Pollan? I don't know this person. 
I don't know. She says his books are so well written. She has a crush on him. She thinks he's cool. And she'll invite him just to chat with him about food and the body and psychedelics. What are these books? Uh, This is your mind on plants. Caffeine. How coffee and tea treated the modern world. How to change your mind. Cooked. Food rules. In defense of food. On the board's dilemma. The botany of desire. I was hoping for like novels. No, these seem more non-fiction-y. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, All right. Uh, last person. I will be the sole survivor because I am the perfect combination of physical and mental strength. I am able to fit into any crowd because I've been exposed to so many different backgrounds of people. I will not be denied. Yes. That is Brandon Cottom. You said yes twice and no twice. His weird phrase was monkey see, monkey do, but I'll never get the best of you. And his celebrity, tough look for my guy Brandon, says Dave Chappelle. Ooh. Which Dave Chappelle, I used to be a big fan of Dave Chappelle also, but he's uh, got a lot of anti-trans stuff in the recent years. So not great, Dave Chappelle. Um, All right. So you said this week, you said yes nine times and no nine times. Okay. You, I think, only had one all yeses, which was Kane Fritzler, and then you had two all noes, which was Jamie Lynn Ruiz and Maddie Pamela. Lots of twos and twos. This was last season when we did this. I feel like you, it was more decisive. This one was, is very split. going to be harder for you to make your decision. Maybe for your drafts, yeah. uh, which is maybe good for you too. Cause maybe you won't just decide to go against me. And yeah, that was bad, bad decision last season when I did that. It uh, was Brandon, Brandon Kotum. I don't remember if I mentioned this in a previous week. Uh, he's also in or been in the NFL. That was a life experience that he felt prepared him was making it into the NFL. Okay. Um, So I found an article that helped me understand these people a little bit more. That was about, um, they all apparently were asked what weird word they want to sneak into an episode. Mm -hmm. um, Or like as a catchphrase or just like they're hoping to use on the island in a confessional or something and hope they can make it on. With things like... uh, Lauren Harp said that she was going to try to use the word onomatopoeia. Claire Raffson said that she wants to say zoinks, which I think mm-hmm. is pretty fun. Uh, although Claire also said, um, she was like, maybe instead of zoinks, I'll try to make a make a new catchphrase. Like, that's the way the cookie crumbles, or that's showbiz, baby. And I just think it would be very, very fun if we have a Survivor contestant every time something doesn't go their way saying, that's showbiz, baby. I hope so. That would be great. That would be so good. I, I that would be amazing. Um, some other random words from here. Uh, Franny said gobsmacked. Uh, Another Sarah... fun thing about Franny, uh, which I forgot to mention when we were going through this, for someone in their life that's been a biggest inspiration, she says um, Sophie Clark, who I think is a Survivor contestant um from the past she said sophie clark is actually the coolest person ever she was such a badass on the show and in her life and i try to emulate that whenever i can runner up is the scarlet witch <laughs> which is just a right i wanted follow. to laugh at that but i was taking a drink and couldn't uh yeah. <laughs> that's great um the other two that i found interesting from this article was that maddie pamilla uh often apparently says the word legitimately um like legit and literally put together and so she's hoping to get that onto the show, which mm-hmm. feels like it will be a, if she makes it very far, will be a uh, episode title. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of that. 
one thing that I am a big fan of is that Kane Fritzler, my guy, who I said yes to four times, uh, apparently his favorite word to substitute for the word money is wing wings. So he's he's playing for a million wing wings out there, which is excellent. Makes me very excited. You know what else I'm excited about? These last two episodes of season 14. Yeah, Zoe was kind of right. I still don't think I love season 14, but these last two episodes made it much, much better. Oh, yeah. These were a great, a great final two episodes. Um, starting off with episode 13, I want to see if I can make a deal. Um, Which uh, we get a little bit of time before the challenge. We find out that Dreams wants to win a car because he's never had one. He doesn't even have a license. And guess what? He's about to win a car because we go to a reward challenge where they compete for a Ford Super Duty F350. And they start in like teams of three and compete. And then the team of three that wins breaks down and has to compete individually to win it. And so that ends up being um, Dreams, Cassandra, and Earl. Or no, sorry. Yao Man, Stacy, and Boo compete for it. And Yao Man wins the truck. And then he's like, hold up, Jeff. I got a deal. He's like, Dreams, I'll give you this truck if when it gets to the final four, if you win immunity, you give me the immunity necklace. And Dreams is like, okay. And Jeff's is like, okay. And they got themselves a deal. So yeah, Jeff makes, makes it clear, like, this is totally up to Dreams. This is not, like, it's it's based on binding. his word. Right. Um, but says this, which I think is, uh, this was a very interesting of the idea of, like, giving up the car and using it as a bargaining chip. I also think it's interesting that he... The, the condition was not like next time Dreams win immu- wins immunity or something like that. It was specifically like at the final four, if Dreams wins, he will give it to Yao. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a very specific thing that might happen. Right. Because uh-huh. right now they're at six. And so Dreams after this is like, well, wait, I, if I just get rid of him before we get to four, I don't got to worry about this deal. And theoretically... Everybody else could be like, if we just get rid of dreams, then we don't have to worry about it. Right. Or Yao. Like, we there's a lot that could happen before they get to the final four immunity challenge. Um, so I think it's a very interesting deal to make. And Yao had obviously like really, really considered this and thought through it and made this decision and does this. Well, Um, he did it for this reason because is it is the idol only good through Five and it's not good at four, right? So that's like why he just wanted. But to they also don't know at this point that the final three. That's true. Is uh is the final, right? Um, so I feel like he could have said like at the final four or the final three, whichever you win immunity at first, you'll give it to me. Yeah, yeah. I think his was his concern was it would be dreams Cassandra Earl as the final three, and so he needed to he wanted to do whatever he can to like lock it in to make sure he makes it to three and not get booted at four. Yeah, that's fair. Which is exactly what we see happen. Cause your boy, Chris here predicted the final six perfectly. Yeah. Good job. Crushed it. Um, yeah. So they makes this deal and then Yao man's like, or Jeff's like, all right, uh, Yao man, who are you sending to exile? And he's like me. And so Yao Man goes to exile, which people are like, amazing. And I was like, he's just going to get information for an idol, you fools. Like, he's not going because he's like a nice guy. Right. Yes. He's clearly just wants that idol clue. Um. Yeah. So he goes, he gets the clue. 
um, which he plans to share with Earl, so that way they can both look for it. He and Earl, he feels very strong alliance with Earl and trust him. Um, we see some of the reward where they take the truck, hook it up to a trailer and deliver a school office and supplies to a school and children, and they get to hang out with them. Um, here, Dreams talks about how he needs to get rid of Yao Man before the final four. Um, we see a little bit of time of Earl looking for the idol um, without like the extra clue because Yao Man's not back yet. And then we go to the immunity challenge where they have to like use this long rope to uh, like hook it through a uh, throw it through a hoop and pull down a balance beam um, and like continue moving on through that. And it gets down to Yao Man and Boo as the last two people and Boo wins immunity here. Um, Yao Man after this shares his clue with Earl so they can search for the immunity idol and Earl finds it. Um, yeah, which is very exciting. So Earl and Yao now both have idols. Dreams tells Stacy he wants Yao Man out today, and Stacy's like, "Hell yeah, sounds good," because she knows that she is on the chopping block. Um, tells this to Cassandra, who says that she thinks she's in. Um, everybody else kind of just assumes we're going for Stacy. Uh, Yao Man tells Earl he's got some bad vibes, and then they do a smash cut to Tribal Council, where Yao Man plays his idol before the votes are read, which is good because he would have been voted out four to two. And instead, Stacy gets voted out two to zero, which is a votagami. That's never happened before. The two zero, based off of a four two, and well, and a two zero at all. At all, because yeah. we've never we've never seen an immunity idol get played. Like, sorry, we've never get seen an immunity to idol save. actually save someone until yeah. now. Right. So that's very, very exciting. It is very exciting. Uh, I do. This will come back later. So I just want to put a note down of Earl and Yao Man vote for Stacy, and everyone else voted for Yao. Um, later, Cassandra gets asked about like why she let Stacy get booted, and it's like, well, she did, she didn't, she 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 wasn't part of that plan. That wasn't her. So I think it's important to know that Earl and Yao are the votes for Stacy, and everyone else got canceled. Are you saying the angry jury made some errors in their questioning and stuff? Uh, yeah, they were so angry. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. All right, so that ends that episode. We go into the finale. You've got a puzzled look. Um, Yao Man says to Earl the night after Tribal Council, like, listen, if I don't win immunity next, I might need to borrow that immunity idol of yours. And Earl's like, uh, listen, I might need to protect myself here. Which is true, but also he's like, I don't want to give up this idol. Um, Earl talks to Cassandra about how he's a kind of annoyed that they didn't include him in the last vote. And she said that she realized that Yao Man, like she was sure, was pretty sure that Yao Man and Earl wouldn't vote for each other. Um, which she's probably right. Yeah. We go to the immunity challenge, which is a huge, like five section maze. This, I thought this challenge was awesome. It was really big. A lot, they've done the like blindfold maze thing before towards the end. And sometimes I don't think that they're that great for whatever reason, whether it was the mood I was in or how this one was like filmed or set up or whatever. I liked this one. I thought it was interesting. I was a little bit like, this is just way too long, but I also think that it helped to have it like broken up into five sections like mm -hmm. this. Cause it was much easier to follow of like, exactly. And stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, I do think that it was really good. Um, I, also... I think that this challenge looks like hell to do. I would hate this. Oh, yeah. You can see it kind of at the end when 
Yao Man finally wins and they all like pull up their headbands, just them like getting blinded by the sun and just like coming out of a daze from being blindfolded and running into walls for like, I don't know, half an hour or however long they were in this thing. There are also um, parts of this one where they have to like release drawbridges and go on like balance beams, wide balance beams, yeah. but like bridges across water. And I'm like, that sounds awful mm-hmm. blindfolded. <laughs> I would be so scared. So a note I had here. This has been a thing all season, but I don't think I really noticed it or thought of it till now. Boo wears a hat that says F-L-O-Z in all caps on it. You know what that means? Yeah, I also noticed it way more in this episode than ever before. I tried Google searching what that means, and I could not come up with an answer because every result just returned fluid ounces, and he's probably not wearing a hat just about fluid ounces. I was thinking maybe the F-L is Florida, but then I didn't know. Is it like Florida Oz? Is that something? Florida ounces. Right. Um, um, I did find through searching for it that somebody had made a Reddit post doing like a tier ranking list of all the hats on Survivor and booze did not make the tier ranking. So that didn't really help. But oh, OK. Did someone then in the comments like complain about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Yao Man won immunity, which is exactly what he needed to do here because that will get him to the final four. And then the final four, he and dreams could maybe help or to. If two, like that's two people that could win immunity to uh, save Yao Man, basically, is his thought. Um, and Yao Man's hoping that they're just planning on getting rid of Boo. Uh, Dreams is still worried. Boo proposes to Earl that, hey, why don't we get, get rid of Dreams? And then there won't be the Yao Man deal anymore. And I, as a watcher, was like, yeah, that's a good idea, Boo. That is what you should try to push for. And that's like, I know Earl has this alliance with the Yao Man, but like Cassandra should have gone for that deal. Like, it makes like dreams is like physical and also like has this deal with the outman. So like getting rid of him seems like the best play for many of these people. And uh, Boo also suggests to, or he takes this to Yao man also. And is like, Hey, Yao man, why don't we get rid of dreams? Cause I know that like you have this deal with him, but dreams is going to have some sympathy on the jury and stuff. And so like, or sympathy with the jury. So maybe we should get rid of him now. It turns out this does not work. Boo tried, but failed. And Earl does play his idol at Tribal Council, but mostly just because it's the last time you can play it. So you figured he might as well. And Boo gets voted out four to one. Oh, I forgot to write down all the times that happened. We've seen it happen a lot. Four to one, we have seen oh, yeah. happen to Sean, Teresa, Sarah, Sheehan, Ted, Sean, Ethan, Jerry, Tom, Karen, Cindy, Billy, Adam, Lisi, Boo, uh ricard roxroy Lindsay, necca james ryan Lots wow that's a lot of people mm-hmm. um and we head into our penultimate day day 38 uh dream says he plans to stand by his word with yao man they do the thing where they go see all the torches of the old contestants do you think this will just happen every season all the seasons but it doesn't happen in the new seasons right so like does it go like when does it stop because I think it's probably something that's cool for the contestants, but I always find it boring and I just like do other stuff till it's over. Yeah, I hope it ends soon. I bet maybe after I feel like they, they keep saying like the new era of Survivor. I feel like people also say that Heroes vs. Villains season 20 is like an end of an era. So maybe then. Okay, maybe. Um, I also noted at this point, I was like, wait, they didn't have, or it was when they showed up for the immunity challenge right after this. I was like, they didn't have any family visits this season, which from the Wikipedia page, I found out why. Yeah. 
It said on Oh. <laughs> Go for it. Current events of the past. Right around this time. Uh day 37, actually. Uh man. Okay, <laughs> I had a whole thing of how I was going to go about this, but you know about it, apparently. I was going to say, December 5th, 2007, Chris, 2006. there was a two-day talk in what country? 2006, I think. Oh, yes, yes, sorry, 2006. There was a coup d'etat in what country? Fiji. Fiji. There was a coup in Fiji during the filming of this season, which is wild. Um and so they they thought for a minute that they would have to like evacuate everybody out, but they did not need to do that. Um, but they just could not bring in families in for the visit, as Chris was about to say. Uh, what happened here is that the uh, a commander of the military forces, Frank Bynamarama, I think is how I need to pronounce that, uh, led a coup against then President uh, Josefa Iloili. And the Prime Minister, Lysenia Karese, I might be butchering those names, I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was, like, a coup, uh, it was a big deal, and sent the Fijian government into turmoil for, like, a few years. But the guy that led it, um, that Frank Bayanamarama, um, continued to be Prime Minister of Fiji until last year, when he was oh, wow. voted out. Uh, there was, like, some turmoil and then they went through a constitutional crisis and had all sorts of stuff going on but now they have uh elections every four years and he continued to win those elections until 2022 um so this coup succeeded and was a thing uh and yeah i did not get to do like a ton of research on like how if 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 this was a good thing or a bad thing that happened basically historically but it is a thing that has continued uh in this new fiji got like a whole new government based off of this that happened in 2006 um yeah so that affected survivor because uh obviously they could not have people come in and visit during this time it was fun seeing that on the wikipedia page because i had already had in my notes like wait they had no family visits that's weird and i was like oh and there's a reason for that okay yeah it was fun i i always just go to the wikipedia page for like that year, like the Wikipedia page for 2006 uh, to try yeah. to find like notable things that happened during that time. And I was like, wait, there was a coup in Fiji? That's wild. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So because of that, they didn't have any family visits. We go into our final challenge of the season, which is the immunity challenge. We have to lie on their backs on a wooden plank that's at an angle with their hands above their head holding a pole. Um, so, and the plank yeah. tilts more and more. Right. And this is the final four immunity challenge and Yao and dreams are both still in. Right. So the deal is still alive. Um, if dreams wins this, he has said he will give the immunity necklace to Yao man. Um, this seemed like a torture device. So they have to like hold this thing. And I was like, okay, okay. Seems cool. And they're like, and then also we're going to have water drip out on their heads the whole time. And I was like, Jesus, this is like, I think this is actually used for torture in certain ways. Um, some of them have like Earl had a good strategy here where he like really shifted his body off to the side. So the water was basically like not affecting him for it was at good, least the beginning. Yeah, it was a great strategy, except it didn't work out for him. No. Um, so um, they go Cassandra's the first one to drop out and then Earl and then Yao Man. And finally, Dreams gets the win, uh, which is exactly how Yao Man drew it up. 
it should be noted that I, not for me, but like, yeah, Yao and Dreams were the last two people in. And I was like, why doesn't Dreams just drop out? Like, then he doesn't have to worry about it. Then it just goes to Yao anyway. Because uh, well, he wanted the idol. <laughs> no, 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 no. I understand that. But I was like, why is no one saying, like, Dreams should just drop out? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, yeah. I don't know how long it was with them there, but yeah, I feel like that should have been talked about. Um, yeah. So before tribal council, we get talk of like voting out dreams. Yao man tells dreams that, listen, if you change your mind and you don't give me the necklace, at least don't vote for me, man. Uh, Yao man's very nervous. Dreams is like, listen, if I fuck up and break my deal, everybody else, y'all better vote out Yao man. Cause like we got to make sure he's gone. Right. Um, and so the tribal counselors talk about whether Dream's word is worth risking the million. Um, Yao Man's last words before voting are, whatever you do, you have to live with it, which I was like, damn, Yao Man, <laughs> really yeah. laid it on. And then Jeff's like, all right, Dream's, do you want to share your necklace with anybody before we vote? And Dream's does not. So he keeps the necklace, they go vote, and Yao Man gets voted out three to one. It is heartbreaking to watch. It's fantastic. Like, yeah, it's sad for Yao Man, but also, like, this is good television. It is very good television. And it's an all-black final three, which is very fun. Yes. But, man, Dreams. There was a slightly touching moment from Dreams, which is obviously a too little too late. But as, like, Derek, when they're getting up to walk out, he takes off the necklace and puts it on Yao Man's bench, his little stool. Yeah, which doesn't help. No, <laughs> but yes. it was just kind of nice. Um, yeah, so they go back to camp for their final night and they're like, man, the jury's really going to rip us up and boy, they are correct. Uh, but the next morning the, they get a crate for a breakfast feast airdrop to them or not really to them way out in the water. So they got to like swim out there. There's gotta be a better way for them to do this. Right. Like they, it's kind of funny. You can see every other season. You can see like Cassandra specifically get kind of like pissed at this. Like it drops out in the water and she's like, really? Like what? Well, also, it was made clear in the finale that Cassandra can't swim. Yeah. Which feels very important. Like, yep. if she had been in Cook Islands instead of Fiji, that would have been terrible. Uh-huh. Um, she, or they dubbed themselves at this breakfast feast celebration, the Three Amigos. They start a big bonfire in the cave. And then we go to final tribal council, which is pretty brutal. They all give opening statements. And then we find out this jury fucking hates them especially dreams and cassandra yeah they i kind of expected the vitriol towards dreams because i think that they all really liked yao and dreams like made a deal and they did not keep his word and, well, I, and the four horsemen were upset because they he flipped on them right like he just he betrayed everybody all the time yeah. and and doesn't seem to like apologize for those things also uh so i expected the vitriol towards dreams I was kind of surprised about how much they all seemed to hate Cassandra. I didn't really understand why. I didn't either. And and especially, like, I talked last week that she was really good at touchy subjects and, like, having an understanding of how people viewed everything, which made me feel like she was, like, good socially. So I'm just like, I don't know why. I think it might have been so much. My guess would be that they viewed her as a goat that got dragged to the finish and that they deserve to be, like, they know they're better players than her and think or they think they're better players than her and that they deserve the spot in the final over her maybe and that could be their anger i don't know um alex because alex seemed really mad at cassandra like he 
he said he told her to describe a moment she grappled the most with maintaining integrity. Um, and she mentions like walking in on a Alex and Boo conversation early, and she had to decide whether to listen or not. And then Alex is like, nope, you're wrong because this happened where you treated Stacy like shit later or something. And then Cassandra tries to explain herself and Alex just like shuts her down. He's like, no, this is my time to talk. And he's a real dick during this. Um, Real dick. This is the moment when I was like, she was like, oh, but it must have been like being friends with Stacy and then voting her out. And it's like, well, but but Cassandra didn't vote her out. Cassandra didn't vote Stacy out. So like, you can't say like that was a point of her integrity because- she didn't do that. Yeah, he this this jury sucked. And some of the respond like responses were fine and some of them were like the jury didn't want to hear responses, they just wanted to like complain. Um Alex asked Dreams or he says Dreams you cheated and lied, how is that a good role model for kids in the world? And Dreams is like this isn't the real world, it's a game built on deceit. Which I, I thought was a good answer. answer. Yeah. But I um it Lisi. What I don't understand about dreams is that he tried to argue throughout this whole thing, like this was a game I was playing in the whole time. I never meant to give this up. Yada yada yada. Oh, he but, flipped like, to that like as... partway through. That's true. You could tell like, that he... like he was like, oh, they want it to seem like I played Yao Man, so I need to answer as if I always plan on stealing the idol from him or like not giving it to him, which is bullshit. I don't think that's the case at all. Right, he doubles down on that at the reunion. Yeah. But like we saw confessionals where he says, like, yeah, I'm a man of my word. I want to show my like, kid that my I would... integrity to my kid. Yeah, right. like he in confessionals when there's no reason to lie. When he right. could have said in those confessionals, like, yeah, I like got this car from Yao Man. Fuck yeah. Uh he doesn't do that. He has I think every intention of like following through until he realizes that he is this one thing away from well, he realizes, like, wait, I took a car, a million dollars, I could buy, like, 20 cars. Right. I also think that his mistake was getting Cassandra and Earl to be like, yeah, you guys should vote out Yao, man. He should have given it to Yao, but convinced Yao and Cassandra that Earl would win and vote out Earl. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he would have been able to convince Yao to do that, but I think that would have been a better play. I think that it's a first I don't understand why they all wanted to vote out dreams because dreams had betrayed everybody. Like the jury obviously hated dreams. Yeah. I mean like dreams was screwed here. Cause based off of how it went with the jury, like your old Earl was winning or Yao man was winning and dreams couldn't get rid of both of them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Lisi, her question to Cassandra was, Hey, can you show me your water shoes? those are the worst water shoes I've ever seen. And Cassandra's like, it's day 39. I've been wearing them for over a month. What do you expect? She's like, no, you were unprepared. Yeah. She's like, I've been wearing them for a month and the shoes are still here. So I think they're pretty good. Lee. I don't understand Lisi at all. Um, uh, Lisi says, Cassandra, you're in over your head and that you're here because of greed. And Cassandra's like, I'm here to have experience, like get this experience for myself. And then to dreams, she says, how many zeros in a million? And he's like, six. And Lisi goes to the jury like, how many, huh? How many did he, how many zeros in a million guys? And they're like, six. And she's like, yeah. Like she expected that to be the wrong answer or didn't realize that was the right answer. I don't know. It was so weird. Yeah, it was. So much so that dreams is like, I'm not an idiot. Right. Yes. It was very confusing 
a lot of the jury questioning was very confusing. Uh, but also made it very, very clear to me that, like, clearly Earl is winning this. Yeah. Like, well, then to- Earl also got a lot of heat, but handled it well. And also not nearly as much as yeah, Cassandra. It was mostly like, Dreams, fuck you. Cassandra, fuck you. Earl, you're here too. Right, exactly. Yes. Uh, she did say to Earl... Like- she asked Earl, like, why did you put on a show, like, looking so shocked when um, Yao Man got voted out because you voted for him? And he's like, it was more, it was less shock and more just like, wow, Yao Man is gone. And she said, it's, and she said, quote, it's interesting how smart becomes interchangeable with lying and manipulating. And I was like, yeah, Lisey, that's the game. Like, that's what we're playing right. here. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, like, yeah, I, I like, I like it. This was a jury full of people who did not understand the game, which, to be fair, they all were like recruited and most of them hadn't really seen the show. Like this was not people that were like excited to come on to the show. That's I mean true. they were excited, but like they weren't these are not people that applied for the show. Almost all of them, all of them in the jury had been recruited. And so maybe that played into this a little bit. Yeah. Um other there's only a few other people we haven't mentioned. Stacy um says that the difference between Earl and dreams is Earl's a little more sophisticated. And so he said, Earl, should my vote be based on need? And Earl's like a million dollars will change anyone's life. I shouldn't be blamed because I have a job and a car. Um, Which is a good answer. Yeah. Rocky asks about how did you manipulate the best, which they were all whatever answers. Um, Boo really lays into dreams about being a bad Christian. Um, Yao Man admits his mistake. He's like, listen, the deal that I made was entirely my fault. Yao Man is a stand-up guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but he all does say like dreams, but here's your chance to explain yourself. And here dreams like doubles down more and is like, I didn't change my mind. I was planning to do this the whole time. I outwitted, outplayed, outlasted. Um, and he asks, Yao Man asks Earl, why would you not take me to the final? And Earl says, because I would lose to you. You played the best game by far. Um, that was a brutal final tribal. They vote, and Earl has the first unanimous win, nine zero zero. Yeah, which I tried so, doing a little bit of research for how payment works out, and from what I think I found, there's no tiebreaker for second or third. It's just they combine that prize money and split it between the two of them. Oh, that is um the opposite of what I found. Not the opposite, but that's different than what I found. Oh. I found that they both get the second place prize. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Um. I also uh, did some quick searching and did find that Flaws on Boo's Cap uh, is apparently the name of a bar that he owns in Louisiana. So, uh, What's it stand for? I don't know. I couldn't find that part out. I tried. That's, like the, that's the thing I wanted to know. It's the name of the bar. Um, maybe it's like Flo-Louisiana. Flows. Oh, I did find out Boo. Maybe this was in the... Reunion, Boo's real name is Kenward, which is an interesting name. And not longer than, like, not long for Boo. Um, So, Zoe last week had written in and said that this was a historic season. And we were like, this season kind of sucks. What are you talking about? Like, we hope it gets better. Uh, So, just some historic things to note from these last two episodes. Uh, A contestant giving another contestant a car. The deal made that then didn't go through. An all-black final three, the first black man that won, um, the first unanimous winner, the first uh, immunity idol that actually saved someone from leaving. So there are a lot of really great things that happened in these last two episodes 
which I I much more won over to this season. I still not like. I don't think it's going to be my top half in my rankings or in our rankings. Um, but it is the last two episodes saved it quite a bit for me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and like, yeah, it was kind of warming up to that because I feel like in the last week's batch of episodes we talked about, we were also talking about this how we were like not disliking it as much like it was kind of coming around and then the other two really like sealed the deal a little bit um did you have any notes from the reunion uh gary has a tattoo of surviving oh we found also out i don't remember this from the show but the reason i got so sick was all of those bites on his leg were uh fire ant bites he had thousands of fire ant bites on him yeah Um, the finale we just watched was the 200th episode of survivor which means we have watched like about 236 episodes with the new seasons as well yeah that's kind of wild um we found out boo did tear his acl when he hurt his knee um earl found out he was going to be on survivor two days before flying to fiji yeah that one was fun um liliana gained 20 pounds in preparation for the show and then got eliminated like 10 days in or 12 days in or something Jeff seemed like, why would you do such a thing? And I was like, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um, Earl said that he's going to give his mom half of his money. Um, they gave us a preview of Survivor 15 in China, where the modern world meshes with history. Uh, the logo I thought looked cool. It has Outwit, Outplay, Outlast written in like Mandarin or something on it, I think. Yeah, I'm um, kind of excited about that one. They said it was the the first... I didn't write down the exact first full like U.S. series to be filmed in mainland China or something like that. Yeah, which I think is fascinating. Um, And at this point, we have finished 17 out of 43 seasons, which is about 40 percent of Survivor. Wow. Feels like more. We're not even halfway. Uh Uh-huh. All right. We got anything else to talk about with Survivor Fiji before we say goodbye to Fiji and welcome in Fiji next week? Uh, No, I think that's all done for Fiji. I'm excited for Fiji. Yeah. So next week, we will be talking about the premiere of season 44, Drop the Four, Keep the Four. We're going to have my friend Nate on. He has been reading through the bios, and he's trying to pick out his eight contestants he's going to draft, um, which we'll talk about next week. Um, do we? Or no, we don't. I was going to say, never mind. Um, do you have anything to plug? You got a, a luxury item Wait, this week? Did we get any letters from home? No. Oh, come on, listeners. I needed ideas for my Survivor Watch Party. Uh, I gave I gave you I gave Patrick good ideas off. You did. Off, I'm gonna use so. one of your ideas. I have two other ideas that I'm using. Um which, which idea are you using? Uh chicken tikka masala. Mm. Uh be, because listeners, one of the tribes in season 44 is named Tika. Um yeah, so uh Oh, my uh, luxury item is going to be crumble cookies. We just got a crumble cookies in uh, a neighboring city to us. Um, and they're great. It's like uh, they've really pulled me in with their business model, which is a different menu every week. Um, and there's like really giant, really delicious cookies that are pretty fancy. This week they had a um, like cinnamon toast crunch cookie. That was basically like a snickerdoodle with vanilla glaze and topped with pieces of cinnamon toast crunch. It was excellent. Um, And yeah, crumble cookies. Go get some. 
Nice. Uh, my plug is going to be crabs. So crabs have been on a big sale around here in the Pacific Northwest these past couple weeks. And so me and a friend went to the grocery store on like Wednesday or Thursday, and we just bought four crabs and took them home and warmed them up and then broke them down and ate all the meat out of them. And it was great. More than warmed them up, right? Like cooked uh, They them. were pre-cooked and frozen. And so we oh, like okay. threw them in boiling water just to like make sure it was all like thawed out and stuff. And then uh, I cooked up some garlic in a frying pan and melted a bunch of butter into it so we had some garlic butter to dip into and some plain butter to dip into and it was great just ate a bunch of crabs turns out there's a lot of meat in four crabs yeah that sounds amazing mm -hmm. they were marked down like they were 5.99 a pound marked down from like 15.99 a pound or something like that it was a huge thing yeah and each crab was about just over a pound so it was great for like 20 25 bucks we had a crab feast damn um yeah. So, listeners, next week, season 44, if you want to email us with any closing thoughts of season 14 or any of your excited thoughts for the upcoming season 44, drop the four, keep the four, email us at tribalcouncilpodcast.gmail.com or tweet at us at tribalcouncil20. And for this week of Tribal Council, this is Chris signing off. This is Patrick. And the tribe has spoken. Oh, we, oh, we, oh, we, I. Oh, we, oh, we, oh, we, I.